Kundalini Shakti, the Kundalini Force. So in yoga, the raw feminine force is called Shakti and the cosmic energy Shiva. I'm sure you've heard of Shiva Shakti, consciousness and energy. And also it can be also seen as Shakti, as the raw feminine, raw force of energy. Shiva and Shakti, they are within each and every one of us. Not because you're a man, you have only Shiva energy, consciousness, or a woman having only Shakti energy only. So every being has these two aspects. So they are represented by a coiled serpent lying dormant at the base of the spine. So until this life force, this Kundalini energy awakens, it is dormant. And the way I explain this, what, how this power can maybe be explained too, is think of a volcano. You know, a volcano, <laughs> when it's dormant, yeah, it's, it's dormant, it's sleeping. But when a volcano activates, it is this raw, very raw force. It is Shakti, <laughs> a raw force, so powerful that awakens and opens through. So um, this is how I can like, when this energy awakens, it's so powerful, it feels like a volcano eruption. So through a series of exercises, just like Tibetan rites, just like Kundalini practices and retentions of breaths and the Mahabandhas, Pranayamas, Yoga, all this practice, certain practices are helping to activate this Kundalini energy. So with, um, with postures, meditations and breath work, a practitioner can force or awaken this energy. So it can pierce through the body, through the spine, all the way to the top of the head. And so here now also we could see this uh, Shakti force has a, a very deep desire. You know, Shakti energy, raw feminine energy has one deep desire. And the force itself, uh, in its nature, it wants to awaken, pierces through all your chakras, passes through the Shushumna Nadi or core channel, to meet Shiva, to meet consciousness. Mm -hmm. So this brings about a sensation of bliss as the ordinary self is dissolved into its eternal essence, but also 
when Kundalini awakens, there is ways how this energy awakens. It can awaken and many times it gets stuck. Okay, it gets stuck. It pierces through certain chakras and then it gets stuck until, uh, you know, we, we purify more nadis, we purify more the core channel and then we'll have a, a better passageway for this energy to move higher. So many times this energy, it can get stuck in the solar plexus, but once it opens through this energetic knot, remember we spoke of the valves, but with those valves, uh, until they awaken, uh, there's energy knots. And with these bandhas, you start uh, clearing those energy knots and the valves start working. And when you push through that Kundalini force, we awaken the heart. Okay, so Kundalini energy, once it opens through the lower three chakras, it is a heart awakening that takes place. Okay, when that energy rises to the heart center. Then there's another, another part where this force gets stuck with the throat. Another another block here and actually here is another knot we have the valve here as well jalandara banda as a valve but yet here it's another energy knot when the energies are dormant there is a knot where energy is blocked you could say and once the throat opens then it's so much easier to come through the third eye and crown. So solar plexus and throat is where the Kundalini force mainly can get stuck. Now when people, some people, not everyone, has Kundalini awakening, and even any individual who starts awakening this Kundalini force, it can come in parts. As we're saying, first it comes to the solar plexus and it opens the heart and after a while then it moves. Another time it, it moves. It can take some years for it to fully open to the crown. And this is how mainly it works. It pierces gradually. As you continue your practice, Tibetan rites, Kundalini practices, it continues to pierce gradually. Very rare cases where Kundalini opens at once, okay? Very rare cases, but everything is possible. In, you know, it's, it's very much depending on the individual. Many times it is gradually and it, it pierces and it opens. And then even when Kundalini energy fully opens, it doesn't mean that's it. Because that, now you have full access to that energy and you must start purifying Kundalini energy. So it's a lifetime of practice with energy work. It does not end. Yes, consciousness work, yes. There is a, a time when it, it ends. That's that. But energy work is... is and a continuous evolution 
And Kundalini energy is where a lot of impurities are held. Okay? You can also see it as the snaky, sneaky, impure energies of the snake. There's a lot to purify. It's not just about awakening this energy, but to maintain it and bring it to its purity. So it's a very long process of purification. You continue spiraling uh, on a higher vibration, purifying Kundalini force. And in, in this you can see it, how it comes out through a human being, uh, impurities. All impurities are essentially, you know, part of that Kundalini force. And once it purifies, and it, cause it's also connecting with the chakras as well. So it's a whole purification that starts happening layer by layer, you could say, you know, bit by bit. So here on the graph, we have the energy centers in the middle. We have the core channel, which is the pathway for Kundalini energy to flow. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and we have Ida and Pingala, which is the feminine and masculine energy channels. So they're all working all together. All the practices we're doing, they're all functioning as one, purifying <coughs> nadis, opening the shushumna, the core channel, preparing, a lot of preparation. <coughs> so preparation, preparation, which is purification and opening, and in the readiness, the kundalini force awakens and pierces through and assists, assists to open higher states of consciousness. <laughs>